Hello and welcome to the Highly Strange Podcast with Lewis and Sarah. Hello. How are you? Not bad. A bit hungover, but surviving. And we've just spent almost half an hour trying to set this up because we are... Well, you have. I've just sat and watched. You've just sat and watched. <laughs> not helped whatsoever. Nope. Um, thanks for bearing with us for the last couple of episodes where I was very loud. <laughs> it was fine. It was, it was a good couple of episodes, I'd say. Maybe. Maybe. Oh, it was just two. It was all right. It was all right. It was good. It's good. That's what we settled for. All right. <laughs> as good as it gets here. <laughs> well, it's going to get better this week because, um, boy, have I got a story. Yeah, I'm excited for this. I don't know what you're doing. So, <laughs> <laughs> I've, all I've been told is you've gone a bit rogue. I've gone. I've gone rogue. Um, should we start? Let's do it. It all started with an advertisement. Okay. This is a shout-out to ticklish male athletic fitness models aged 18 to 25 in the USA, Canada, UK, Australia, New Zealand and Japan. So models that enjoy being tickled? Yeah, ticklish models. Right, okay. What I'm shooting lately is unique. It's been exploring several situations in which attractive, ticklish and masculine guys are actually tickled in two different restrained formats. <laughs> then involved in demonstrating some tickling skills themselves. Bizarre? A bit, maybe. But right to the point. So much so that 500 to 750 guys apply whenever a shoot is happening as a result of casting calls and word of mouth promotion by prior participants. Weird eyes. Absolute yes. weird eyes. Presently, I've been shooting all male casts. It is important for you to understand from the get-go that this is not a fetish or adult-orientated content endeavour. Also, no nudity or implied nudity work is a part of anything that I ever shoot. I repeat, <laughs> recent shoots have featured all male casts. This is a completely athletic activity with major competitive and endurance elements involved including strategy and teamwork. I'm focused on competitive reality endurance tickling. I... Uh, <laughs> what? <laughs> it is an athletic event for guys who are honestly ticklish and in best cases, hate to be tickled. Oh, so doesn't even want them to have fun. <laughs> More information on just what this is in an academic sense will be provided to successful applicants who advance in the process of selection. Also, how effective are you as a tickler in the reverse situation? <laughs> what reactivity can you produce in a guy that will probably be doing his very best to resist and all but totally minimise his responsiveness? This is also very much part of the deal in addition to what you experience yourself. This... <laughs> This shoot is ideal for guys with the looks and personalities of athletes, surfers, snowboarders, lifters, extreme sports participants, the outgoing type. Professional and semi-professional athletes, male fitness models and personal trainers are almost always perfect fits. Any model selected will give off an athletic vibe. The ideal model for my project has a lean muscular appearance. Asian males are particularly welcome <laughs> to apply and are at an advantage in the consideration process. Why? 
Blonde guys with long hair also merit special, but not exclusive, Ooh. attention. Participants will always be clothed in a provided Adidas t-shirt and a pair of gym shorts that we provide. Specific. Specific. You will also have an opportunity to spend time with legendary photographer Marco Riomonte. Bring clothes with you that are casually sexy for the ladies. Shirts, hats, jackets and attire that help to portray your essence and individual identity. Do not bring so-called tank top, muscle top or wife beater shirts. (laughs) The selection process is extremely tough. Accepted participants must review and sign a binding appearance contract. Simply stated, I only work with committed, reliable and motivated guys with a solid work ethic. A model release contract is also signed for your protection and respect for the copyright of Jane O'Brien Media. Contracts must be signed and returned well before the shoot to guarantee your appearance and understanding that payment is dependent on complete performance of all tasks expected. Be certain that you are ready to commit with confidence, professionalism and comfort. Last minute cancellations, as well as any changes to travel booking, are absolutely prohibited. (laughs) You will not be on vacation. You will owe me money if you don't show, in fact. I also expect models to be independent enough to handle their own affairs. Respectfully, you need to be a grown-up if this gig is for you. I hope that we can be a match. No, if so that you are among the best of the best. What? <laughs> so is it just a photo shoot? No, there's, there's oh. tickling events. So a group of men in Adidas shirts tickle a group of men without Adidas shirts and they're being photographed while they're doing it and videoed and filmed. What the fuck? Okay. Is he, like, trying to test out whether, like, tickle torture works? <laughs> <laughs> so, tickle torture. Right. So, that's an advert. That was on a site. Oh. JaneO'BrienMedia.com. And that's legit. That's a genuine advert. That's a genuine advert for a, a genuine competition. Some people are very, very strange. (laughs) Yes, we will learn that as this story continues, because that is just the tip of the iceberg. So this advertisement came across the desk of David Farrier, a bisexual journalist for Three News in New Zealand. What is it? I'm just saying a bisexual. (laughs) Because it's genuinely quite important to the rest of the story. Farrier, who you may know for his series Dark Tourist on Netflix... Oh, I've seen that. You've yeah. seen that, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, he's the the presenter. Yeah. Oh, okay. So the guy that made that is the journalist, right? Okay. That encountered this story. He worked for Three News, covering special interest in weird stories, and his job advertisement would turn into the weirdest story he had ever covered. So this is obviously not going to be paranormal. But very, very strange. Very strange. And you know what? Fuck it. This is our podcast. I choose whatever (laughs) I want to do. So. Yeah, no arguments. Fair dues. (laughs) According to the advert, participants would receive $1,500 for successful completion of their work and would be put up in a nice four-star LA hotel. Therefore, there obviously is some money in in the competitive endurance tickling scene, right? Sure. Very popular sport. Yeah, mad for it, yeah. Mad, mad for it. 
After doing his research and finding some videos of competitive tickling, bisexual reporter Farrier wanted to know more and possibly write an article about it. So he sent an email to Jane O'Brien Media, who had posted the advert. After some back and forth to establish that this is a real company, Farrier wanted to know if there had been any New Zealander competitors, explaining that he was a jo- journalist and wanted to write an article about them. Miss Jane O'Brien responded, I will need to discuss this with our legal department before I can give you an answer. So the advert came from a woman? Yeah, well, from a company called Jane O'Brien Media. Yeah. And, yeah, a woman called Jane O'Brien. Okay. What's, what's your thoughts? Oh, it's You're just weird, a isn't it? I'm like, has she just got some weird fetish? <laughs> <laughs> Two weeks passed and Farrier had seen a video of New Zealanders performing in a tickle fight on Facebook. So he posted a message directly onto the wall of Jane O'Brien Media. Hi there. Is anyone on hit? Oh, I was going to try and do it in a New Zealand accent, but I decided <laughs> not to. Is there is anyone on here that's competed a New Zealander? I want to talk to you. Immediately, within minutes, things got weird. Much weirder. How? Jane O'Brien okay. replied within five minutes. Oh, it was Jane herself. Okay. So far, about five New Zealanders have participated, but to be brutally frank, association with a homosexual journalist is not something that we will embrace. We desperately do not want a homosexual participant base for this project. Mm -hmm. My concern is your journalistic style, reputation and fan base in your own country. This is offered in earnest and strictly professional. She's like, you're not Asian, you're not blonde (laughs) and you're bloody gay. (laughs) So that's why I mentioned he's bisexual. Yeah, okay. And immediately after this reply was posted, another user named Debbie Coon replied, Ooh. Oh, I, Debbie, this is word for word verbatim, <laughs> verbatim. Oh, I, Debbie Coon, am Vice President for Marketing and Operations for Jane O'Brien Media. I'm not Jane, we are different people. <laughs> All right, Debbie, yeah. I, I also handle most of the global IT stuff. I am not Jane. <laughs> We are different people. So, so it is Jane. It is Jane, right? We've, we've, <laughs> we've established that. You think it's Jane. <laughs> Debbie left an email address for David to contact, which he did. Hi, Debbie. Thanks for your post on Facebook. Somebody sent me the tickling videos over Facebook, as I tend to focus on pop culture related stories. Man, his algorithms are going to be so weird now. So are mine. <laughs> Honest to God, my targeted adverts are horrendous. My wife now thinks I'm some sort of t- tickle monster. <laughs> <laughs> I think the fact you have international participants from places like New Zealand being flown to Los Angeles to participate is a really good story, and I'd like to find out more. Frankly, in 10 years of doing this job, my sexuality has never come into discussion when covering any type of news story. It's a little disappointing. I hope you guys change your mind and are open to participating. Kindest, David. Just 13 minutes later, he got a reply. From Debbie or Jane? From Debbie. (laughs) Hi, David. We recently read a Googled article about the knowledge of your living with a homosexual partner becoming quite a stir in New Zealand. New Zealand is a new area of endeavour for us and the participants have been extraordinary. The remainder of the globe does not, in all corners, share some of the more liberal acceptance of your lifestyle that I, personally, hope that you continue to enjoy. (laughs) In terms of your freedom to live in the manner you choose, but not in terms of what it entails. Regards, DJ Coon. DJ Coon. (laughs) 
<laughs> There's a reason why for the last two weeks I've not told you yeah, what this story I is. See now. <laughs> so very response to this and it's genuinely fantastic. I think you're gonna enjoy this. Hi Debbie, thanks for another follow-up. Despite your Googling, what I think you are failing to grasp is that I work for Three News. Three News is a respected news organisation. Three News has all sorts of people working for them as far as journalists go. But what we all have in common is that we are trained journalists, and we do journalism. I, for instance, love cats. But this doesn't mean my love of cats changes what I do for Three News. I hope you rethink your stance at some stage, and your logic. Kindest, David. He should have responded and pretended to have been like, he should have been like, this is not David. I am now Ian, a straight, white, Asian man with blonde hair. Definitely not David. <laughs> that would have been an even better response. So Debbie replies immediately. Oh, like, on she, it. it was, She's she on it. She's going to hate cats or something as well, now, isn't she? <laughs> May I be respectfully but brutally frank about my logic and that's shared by almost all of Jane O'Brien media about this larger issue. I love cats too, but this is not a social and spiritual taboo in much or most of the world and societies as we know them. I am sharing this with you and not as part of a story. Just as the Roman Catholic Bishop Williamson didn't want news made of his personal denial of the Holocaust. <laughs> and then she ends that little email, signs it off with a little emoji with a shocked face. Oh God. <laughs> so we could probably say that she's compared tickling to the Holocaust. So it's gone from zero to a hundred <laughs> real quick. Oh, Debbie, Debbie, Debbie. <laughs> Debbie Coon. DJ Coon. DJ Coon. <laughs> Giving up on emailing this woman, rightly so, Farrier decides to do some research on Debbie Coon and comes across her YouTube channel. The display picture is, surprise, surprise, a stock image of a woman cuddling some dogs. So I found the picture is literally a stock image. It's got like the the words written over oh, it as well. She didn't, so this is, no, she didn't buy it. <laughs> she didn't buy it. She got the free version. But so the, this channel, the YouTube channel, has been terminated for breaching its terms of service for some reason. So I used my dear friend the Wayback Machine quite a lot on this, you know, Internet Archive. Oh yeah, yeah. Where you look up deleted pages and it's really long and you know, it's driving me mad, but. That's what I've had to do for this story, for our listeners. So, <laughs> go on. No, I just, I don't know what to say. <laughs> so the Nail Deleted YouTube channel contains dozens of videos, each with views ranging in the low thousands of men in various stages of dress, on beds, or restrained in harnesses, tickling each other. Here are some examples of the video titles. Ticklish Florida Dudes, Best Tickler Competition, brackets, vintage, new release. <laughs> Let's so it is, like, sexual then? Absolutely not sexual. No? No. No sexual element at all. Let's tickle Kenny, tackle Pin, and tackle him. Brits tickle grappling, Joel versus Lee. The blonde rocker from Brooklyn shows his tickling skills. <laughs> Oh. Almost all these videos name the participants in full with their first and last names, but we're going to get into that a bit later. 
Did you watch the videos? No, I couldn't. I have seen some videos, though. It's, um... I've never even heard of it. It's Did not you know really it was my... a thing? Did I know this was a thing? Yeah. Not before I learned of this story a while ago. <laughs> but, uh, it's not really my sort of thing. I oh, don't no? really enjoy watching men in Adidas gear tickle each no? other. No? Why is that? <laughs> I, well, preferably they have to be Asian. <laughs> At this point, Farrier had caused quite a stir in social media... His posts and updates had gone semi-viral and he had a crack team of internet sleuths. So think, don't fuck with cats. Mm-hmm. Same sort of people were on this. Looking into every aspect of competitive endurance tickling. One of these detectives looked into the Jane O'Brien Facebook page and discovered that one of the administrators is no other than legendary photographer Marco Riomonte. <laughs> okay. He's just a moderator. <laughs> yeah, just, just an admin. Real Monte describes himself as being interested in men and women on Facebook, which is quite interesting considering how obviously homophobic Jane yeah. O'Brien and Debbie Coon are. So she doesn't mind him? No, don't mind legendary photographer. With, yeah, his sexual orientation. I, I did a bit of research into Marco Real Monte. He like, um, photographs like football teams, American football teams. Oh, he okay. is a genuine yeah. guy. He's a real person. And, like, high-end photography. Yeah, 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 he's, like, a good... He's a good photographer. Soon, the Internet Detective Squad found the domain owner of Jane O'Brien Media, a man named Norman Vandercoos. Okay. <laughs> What's Norman like? <laughs> His company, Nederts... Oh, do you know what? It's a Dutch word, so I'm going to struggle to pronounce this. Nederdietsen BV owned the domain for Debbie Coon FR, as well as a whole load of other tickling websites and a lot of gay porn sites, including a site named Tickling in the Military. So Norman, he owns the domain site for DebbieCoon.fr and JaneO'BrienMedia.com. So they're all just Jane, is she just pretending? <laughs> well, no, surely they're all Norman. <laughs> if there, well, maybe if there's no gay element to this, it is a woman running it. But I mean, he owns a lot of gay websites as well. Oh yeah, yeah. So okay. logic would suggest that he's faking the Jane and Debbie don't exist, and it's a man named Norman <laughs> Vandercoos. But then, why is he like disgusted with the bisexual? Well, <laughs> I don't know. That is a mystery. Weird. So he he owns all these gay sites and tickling sites and everything, which is pretty common in like pornography like all the big websites are pretty much owned by like the same two or three companies mm. it's kind of like real life like corporations like coca-cola own loads yeah. of stuff and all that it's kind of like that but with porn so elsewhere on the internet there was a strange activity on a forum for military veterans <laughs> this goes so so far do they still have to wear adidas or are they allowed to be in their uniforms <laughs> <laughs> they wear adidas socks <laughs> Terminal Lance is a webcomic for veterans and hosts a forum for users to share their stories and general chat about their time in the service. One day, one particular user named Angel of Death started posting some questionable content all over the forum. More specifically, he was posting links to military-themed tickling sites. (laughs) Is it just people tickling with hands, or do they get, like... They have instruments, they have hands, they have feathers, feather dusters. <laughs> so you're seeing big, muscly military men in military uniform tickling a man. Oh, <laughs> well, yeah. When the moderator banned him, out of what he assumed was spite, 
he was threatened by both cyber attacks and blackmail. Angel of Death claimed he was an ex-Brigadier General. In his exchanges with Angel of Death, the threats continued until it became apparent that he had been hosting websites for the express use of blackmailing and embarrassing people. One example was NickLeBonds.com, a website dedicated to one particular Marine named Nick, implying that he was gay. At the bottom of this website was a banner for Terminal Lance. Angel of Death had created a blackmail site and attributed it to this other guy he was blackmailing. Right. So meanwhile, apart from Jane O'Brien and everything, on this military website, there's a guy creating websites to blackmail military men into making them seem like they're gay. What sort of content does he use to blackmail them? Like, just... Just eat like it's weird. It shows like pictures of them, and then it shows has like cl- audio clips of them laughing, being tickled, and stuff. Even if they're not being tickled, the, the guys are. God. So a, a large part of this doesn't involve consent, then, really. No. Uh, or like. Well, there's consent. there's initial consent, and yeah. then we'll find out. Whilst all this was happening, Farrier had been issued with legal warnings from Jane O'Brien Media both from the US and New Zealand, to stop what he was doing, which was now recording a documentary. <laughs> okay. So Farrier gets into this and he's like, well, I need to record this because this is absolutely wild. Farrier had also been made aware of a Twitter account by the name of Angel of Death. Angel of Death Twitter bio had a link to a site named attentionondeck.org, which, you guessed it, is a military porn site Linked back to, you guessed it once again, <laughs> Neda Dietzen <laughs> and Jane O'Brien Media. Oh, God. So, I thought um, on the deck would have been like Navy, those guys instead. <laughs> well, Navy is military, I yeah. guess. So it's a Navy themed tickling porn site. <laughs> sea cadets. So. <laughs> The purpose of this account seemed to be outing various people from Jane O'Brien's tickling videos by giving out their full names and links to videos of them being tickled. The more recent tweets include, also included a David Farrier hashtag, also hashtag horny Maori. I can't pronounce that, so I'm sorry to our New Zealand listeners. Maori, that is Maori, yeah? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think so. So... <laughs> Now David Ferry is being um, attacked by this Angel of Death Twitter account. What a name to give your account. Well, Angel of Death. It's very military sounding, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. For, I don't think this man was in the military. No, I guess not. No, I'm no, no, no. Not. I don't want to spoil it. I don't want to bury the lead. But <laughs> As Ferry was threatened by lawsuits and rogue Twitter accounts, other journalists were getting in, in on the story. New Zealand writer Joshua Drummond emailed Jane O'Brien Media. Hi, Jane O'Brien Media. I'm a journalist like David Farrier, but I'm straight. (laughs) It's a great angle to start with. (laughs) I'm in reasonably good shape and I'm getting married in a couple of weeks to a human female. (laughs) For bonus points, I am also white. Would you be interested in participating in a story I am doing about bizarre and uncalled for homophobic discrimination against media professionals that is likely to attract a great deal of attention for you? I anticipate your prompt reply. (laughs) I like how he even stated that she's human. He's like, (laughs) 
It's a lady and a human one. <laughs> he he got bonus points for saying he's white, but he would have got even more if he was Asian. Yeah. So he missed a trick there. He did receive a prompt reply. The more shrieking that homosexuals do, the more our target audience is secure that a popular and well-conceived project is not compromising to their masculinity. Our biggest problem at the onset was convincing suitable males that the competitive endurance tickling activities in which they were about to participate were anything and everything but gay. <laughs> I've got, like, squid game vibes in my head. You know, like, there's just a couple of them, like, sat in a room somewhere just watching all these guys, like... You think that's the format, and if you if you uh, bow out... Because when, t- when the tickling competition, when you're being tickled, the goal is not to not laugh. Mm-hmm. You can laugh. It's when you tap out, when you physically tap right. out. Right, so you can you like squirm about and shit. You yeah, just... you can laugh, but until you physically can't do it, okay. that's it. But these videos, they're gone for an hour. Some of them are like hour, hour and a half of pure being tickled. And... With one person? So well, like the yeah, same one person. person being tickled by like two or three semi-naked men. <laughs> like they're, they're long videos. Like I like the Squid Game format for it. Yeah. And the last test is like you're being tickled by Jane O'Brien <laughs> or Norman Vandercoots. <laughs> that wasn't the end of the email. Your proposed coverage will be of massive assistance to a vetting process that is both legal and treasured when producing media of this kind in the USA. Google suggests that you are, having so described yourself, not quite a journalist like the Farrier guy, not one wee bit. I understand that you are to be heterosexually married and even were the union to be with an ethnic, what follows would remain. (laughs) May you enjoy many years of happy marriage, take pride in progeny and live a long and prosperous life as a husband and father. Thanks. So just sprinkle in a bit of racism there. Hey, anyone that's not a straight white man. Yeah, yeah, so... You know, racism and homophobia does tend to go hand in hand. Well, yeah, normally. So, so you might be wondering, how do you get involved in competitive endurance tickling? Oh, yeah, please. I'd love to apply. Well, the people that were being tickled were nothing more than just aspiring models. Many of them weren't gay or in it for a sexual reason. They wanted to start their career and make some money, you know, get on the on the modelling ladder as yeah, such. Yeah, I can get that. It gets your images out there, doesn't it, I suppose? The advert, all it involves is a weekend of tickling and the models are during the process are treated with respect. They're kept in a four-star LA hotel. So yeah. it doesn't sound sinister. So why is it sinister? Why does it seem sinister? Because he's lying. Farrier managed to contact a New Zealand model. You're already saying he... You're assuming that this is not a woman called Jane and a woman called Debbie. No. And a man called Norman Vandercoos. I think it's run by a man. You think it's run by a man? That's, that's my guess, yeah. Okay, okay. Farrier managed to contact a New Zealand model who was involved in the project and wanted to conduct an interview, find out the process and details of the industry. The model was initially defensive about his story, but eventually under the premise of anonymity, he conducted the interview. When asked if he felt good about the entire event, Farrier was told he didn't want to be interviewed anymore. <laughs> so these guys that he was he's trying to interview, they're like, don't want to talk about it. They're scared to talk about it. So, back to Norman Vandercoos. 
All his websites, including realitytickling.com and militarytickling.com, are all registered as owned by one company, Neda Dietzen BV. This business was registered in New York City in 2013. Now, if you look at the publicly accessible business registry, you'll find that in the address of the business, it's not registered to a man named Norman van der Koos. Surprise, surprise. Who's it registered to? It's yeah? registered to a man named David P. D'Amato. That sounds made up. <laughs> <laughs> that's the only one that's not. <laughs> there is no Jane O'Brien. There is no Debbie Kuhn. And there wasn't even a Norman van der Koos. Shocking. They were all David D'Amato. But before the Jane O'Brien saga, there was another. An internet personality that went by the name Terry Tickle. (laughs) (laughs) Farry Adele further into the history of online tickling, back to the early days of the internet, 2001. Terry DeSisto was a 23-year-old, perky blonde Boston College co-ed with an unusual passion. She wanted to watch videos of young hot guys tickling each other. For fuck's sake, man. (laughs) Terry would spam many, many forums with her proposal. My name is Terry. I'm a female college student in Boston, Massachusetts area. That is a total tickling freak. As a hobby, one that cost me a lot of money, I maintain a personal collection of amateur videos featuring guys being tickled, usually for 30 to 60 minutes, (laughs) by a girlfriend, good girlfriend, girlfriends, or even guy friends. I am not a business, video trader, or porn solicitor. My interest is in tickling. <laughs> so, this doesn't sound familiar at all, does it? I don't even know what to think. Okay. <laughs> it's just a young woman. She knows what she wants and she's out to get it. Yeah, it's no, just, that's That's fine. just the story. She's, you know, strong, independent young woman. Wants to watch videos of men being tickled. Is she real? (laughs) Well, let's see. (laughs) Terry's search for videos went quite far. In fact, she would email tens of thousands of people. When she found someone that agreed to record tickling videos, those videos would often find their way onto fetish websites. Others refused, and the result was usually a bombardment of cyber assault in the form of stalking, destruction of personal websites, mail bombing, and even listing the people as owners of his websites including those soliciting tickling videos of 18-year-olds, resulting in those people getting hate mail and sometimes worse. So mail bombing, it's actually quite serious because when like a website or server gets so many emails, like tens of thousands of emails, it crashes the server and ruins the infrastructure of a website. Right, yeah, yeah. In the case of a former student, the sister's email bombs to the university were spoofed to seem like they were sent from the student's account. A retaliatory measure because he wanted to discontinue correspondence. This, unfortunately, is a federal crime. In May of 2001, Terry's reign of online tickle terror was over. She was in court, except she wasn't in court. 39-year-old David D'Amato was in court. (laughs) (laughs) So do you think he just thought he'd get a better response? If it was a female asking. Yeah, I guess so. He thought if he was a thir- out to be a 39-year-old man... Yeah, it would be too weird. Get, he, yeah, it would be a bit weird. So, here's a part of a newspaper article that I used because I think they word it better 
about David DeMarta than I could. Okay. There is nothing perhaps more frightening than finding out that a person entrusted with your children to nurture and educate is, educate is not necessarily who they appear. He's a teacher. Rather, that person, a higher-ranking school official, has a rather complex persona with a particularly unusual and somewhat disturbing fetish. Oh. Sarah's face right now. <laughs> Last month, West Hempstead High School assistant principal and director of guidance David P. DeMarto pled guilty in federal court in Massachusetts to federal charges oh, no. of computer fraud and abuse. D'Amato. I like how his name like has pedo in it. It's like David P. D'Amato. <laughs> P. D'Amato. D'Amato, 39, of Garden City, was charged with violating the Federal Computer Fraud and Abuse Act by intentionally accessing without authorization and doing damage to the computer systems of Suffolk University in Boston, Massachusetts and James Madison University in Harrisonburg, Virginia. D'Amato was sentenced to six months in prison and a $50,000 fine. One of his victims had this to say. It's finally over. Not only is the mystery of who this person was solved, but also the spectre of further harassment by this person is over. God. So is he using his students as, like... Um, no, no, no. He's, no, the, his students in his school had nothing okay. to do with that. So that that victim was so optimistic. Finally, it's over. Yeah, it's, it's not. <laughs> except it wasn't over. Tomato was somehow allowed to study law while he was serving his time. Oh, for God's sake. So, <laughs> so he just come out and now he knows all the loopholes. Yeah, great. Almost ten years later, he'd returned, not as Terry Desisto, but as Jane O'Brien and Debbie Coon and Norman Van der Coos. But one question was never been answered. Where did he get his money from? His father owned a successful New York law firm and passed away in 2007. Did he use his inheritance to fly young male models out to LA, put them up in four-star hotels and pay legendary photographer Marco Realmonte to shoot their tickle fights? For his own sexual pleasure? In 2016, Farrier's documentary, Tickled, was released to massive fanfare. Hosting a premiere in Los Angeles, Farrier was in front of hundreds of bewildered people, fascinated by his story of blackmail, false identities and tickling. However, there was one man in attendance that no one was expecting. D'Amato himself was there. D'Amato accused Farrier of using footage in the documentary not previously agreed upon during his earlier interactions with D'Amato's legal team. So he turned up to like... Confront me. Yeah. <laughs> it was a bit late. So, Demar what, was it a bit? Sorry, it, that was like a premiere of it or something, was Yeah, it? a premiere yeah. of the film when okay. it was released. There is a, a huge amount, part of the, most of the documentary is dealing with the legal side of the story. Because while he was making this documentary and finding out all the stuff at the same time, he had lawyers come in. When he found out it was D'Amato, he had lawyers come in uh, on his behalf. So like, try and stop this from happening, try and stop mm. the article, try and stop the documentary. And when they realised they couldn't stop the documentary, to try and limit what could be said in the documentary so yeah, yeah. to make it look at least bad as possible. D'Amato would also go on to file a $40 million lawsuit against his stepmother Dorothy for defamatory comments made in the documentary. Yeah. So his stepmom appears in it 
And even he's like, no, I'm going to sue you, my own 40 stepmother. Million. 40 million. Oh, but in the end, it never really mattered. D'Amato's operation was essentially over. He passed away in 2017 of a heart attack, ending the reign of the so-called... <laughs> he's been tickled for too long. <laughs> <laughs> ending the reign of the so-called Tickle King. But like a phoenix rising from the ashes, <laughs> Jane O'Brien Media lives on. There's a new Jane O'Brien Facebook page and a website called Tickletopia. Tickletopia. Both, <laughs> both have plenty of tickle content if you're into that now. God. So who's, do we know who's running it now? We do know who's running it now. There's lots of information. But based on everything we know about what's happened before... I'm not going to go into it because I don't want us to get sued. <laughs> uh, but if you want to know, it's all out there, but I'm not going to put it out there. Do you think he faked his death? There is a big thing about him faking his death, but I've seen the death certificate. Uh, I've seen a picture of the man as well. Let me sh- let me show you a picture of yeah, what I'd he like looked to like. Yeah, i see this tickle monster. You might see why he died of a heart attack. Oh. <laughs> so what do you think he's going to look like? Well, he's either going to be the epiphany of what he... I'm going to go if he's the opposite you of what so? he asks for. Yeah. So he asks for, you know, like tall, athletic, yeah, built men. So, so you don't think that's what he looks like? No, usually people like desire what they aren't, don't they? Oh, shit. So I'm going with that he's the other so, side of the spectrum. this is him. And I was correct. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, that's David D'Amato right there. Um, not going to say much more about that. So, yeah, I'm not going to go into too much about that. But all I will say is that the videos Jonah Bryant Media is producing now, they're actually selling them for profit rather than for his personal collection. I mean, I guess it's... The content is not the issue, is it? You know, people are consenting to that. No. And someone's got a fetish and they want to watch that, you know. There's nothing wrong. It's the blackmail of the people. So basically, to sum it up, the people that were doing the videos, if they decided they wanted to stop doing it, Demato would be like, you have to keep tickling for me. I want you to keep tickling. And they'd say no. if you don't, I'll do this. And if you don't, I will upload a website with your actual name and the videos of you tickling and out you to all your friends and family. God. So that's the condensed but still long story of the Tickle King and competitive endurance tickling. Tickle web of lies. So if you want to learn more, Go listen to the Dollop episode three, which is genuinely the funniest podcast I've ever heard. And the documentary Ferrier produced called Tickled. Have you watched the documentary? I have. Is it good? I watched it when it first came out and I've watched it again over the weekend. It's it's genuinely very good. I but, like him, like as a journalist. I enjoyed yeah, the Dark Tourist. This series. was the start of him, I think, and then I think after that was when Dark Tourist came out. Because it's quite a few years old, isn't it? Dark yeah, Tourist, I'd have yeah. to look up the dates, but I think Dark Tourist comes out after after Tickled. So, do you think he ever actually was homophobic? Or was that, do you think that was just him being like... I think it was a ploy to cover... I think there's two things. I think it was a ploy to cover up, obviously, he was homosexual in some sort of way. Whatever, mm. Don't that don't matter. But I also think... He wanted people to actually do it, and he thought if it was made into a gay thing, he wouldn't get all the straight people in to do it. Yeah. And I think that's a big thing for some 
gay people was like the straight fantasy. And yeah. I think there's an element of that too, what he was doing. Bizarre. Well, Thanks for ruining Happy Pride Month. We've got this just at the end of Pride. <laughs> Absolutely not timed on purpose, but I was writing it. I was like, should we even release this during Pride? And I was like, no, nah, it's funny. Yeah, no, it's fine. Obviously, we don't care about... No, we stand with whatever it's Yeah, on. yeah, yeah. Oh, dear. That's... <laughs> I don't... That's our first true crime. <laughs> when you said to me, I'm covering a true crime case... Yeah. This is not why I expected No. Did you enjoy it, though? Yeah, it was fun. It was fun. Quite you like weren't it. expecting competitive endurance tickling. No, did Nobody not know does. that was a thing. Isn't the world as bizarre, isn't it, it is. with what people There are, are some like. strange people out there. Yeah. The strange stories, you get the strange UFOs, you have your strange ghosts, but I'll tell you, the people are the strangest. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the people are the weirdest. All the stories we tell have been weird, but I'll tell you, real people... That's terrify yeah, me. That's the heart of it all. Oh, weird. So okay. I'm going to go and delete my browser history now. Yeah, I I'm going to go and salvage my marriage. <laughs> <laughs> oh, who are you going to recommend this to? Oh, God. Who should we recommend? Oh, should we go with your teacher? <laughs> go in yeah go recommend this to your teacher and uh, yeah. tell us how you get on oh one thing actually we haven't finished one thing he David Ferry actually approached Adidas and uh, asked, they, I was going to say actually were they like sponsoring no Adidas <laughs> said they didn't want anything to do with it they said we um, this does not represent our views and the views of Jane O'Brien Media do not align with Adidas so obviously so they do think he about, just really liked Adidas like, yeah that was some, part of his the Adidas thing is weird <laughs> It's just a little extra spice to the story. It's just how specific it is. Like, yeah. all of you will be in an Adidas, Adidas t-shirt. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. So recommend this to your high school teacher. Yeah, why not? They yeah. might like it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We need to get into that market. Recommend, <laughs> rec- honestly, though, recommend this to everybody. Get our podcast out there. Put it on your Facebook, on your Instagram stories, isn't it? Yeah. I don't know what I'm going to post on Instagram for this. I've been thinking about that since I've finished this. You'll find a picture when this comes out. I'm thinking of um, the Mr. Man, Mr. Tickle. I'll I'll show you a picture of what some of the scenes look like. I'm not sure I want to see. (laughs) Uh, It's just be a still image. So So it's stuff like this. They're all in their Adidas gear. And they're just men just on top of each other tickling. Bizarre. And they're not blonde. <laughs> no, they're not blonde. There's no, there's no Asians there. <laughs> but yeah, all the videos, it'd be on this film set with a white background. It'd just be like, they'd interview the men asking what they feel about... See, they look they, really young. They do look quite young. And they'd ask how they feel about tickling. And some of them would wear GoPros on their heads for like that POV. You know, cause oh, some people are into like point of view and that sort of thing. You know, it is what it is. Yeah, if it's all consensual, we'll have a great time. But don't blackmail people. Yes. When people want to leave. Yes. <laughs> or stop. Let yes. Them. Unless it's endurance tickling, don't let stop until they can't take anymore. <laughs> all right. Um, find us on Instagram at Highly Strange Pods. Um, find us on Facebook. Highly Strange Pods. Like everything. Give us a review. Sh- share us. Review, please. We want your reviews. It helps us get higher in the 
in the algorithms. Yeah. And, and if uh, you've uh, been part of the tickling endurance, give us an email and tell us all about it. Yeah, like let us... gmail.com. Let, or just let us know if you're ticklish. Yeah. We're, we're I can't out. think of anything worse, to be honest. I'm not ticklish. Are you not? No. Mm. I'll be laying there like a fucking like dead salmon. <laughs> and then just all these men sitting on top of me. I'll just be like, oh. <laughs> that means you'd win, though. You'd be like yeah, I'll be the, the best I'll be the best. <laughs> I should have entered. He didn't like men with facial hair. Oh, there you go. Yeah. You're not blonde, are you? not Asian I'm not blonde and I'm not Asian. So. so. Well, there you go. Have a lovely week. Okay, then, guys. Hope See you, you next week. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Weirdest thing ever.